Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Get Celebritized, my brand new podcast where I bring on celebrities and entrepreneurs and successful people that have experienced great success, either overall or in a specific niche. And they're going to come on and tell you exactly how they did it. They're not going to give away all their secret sauces, but sometimes people do. So without any further ado, I've got the amazing Bobby Del Rio here, who I have met actually on Clubhouse. And we're going to talk about Clubhouse and how Clubhouse has helped this wonderful actor, screenwriter, amazing talented man actually break into Hollywood. So Bobby, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So, so professional, you're set up, you know, it's like way better. I'm like, you got all these awards and flowers man you know it's all about the ambiance you know i'm used to setting up sets and now going to podcasting it's like wait nobody's gonna be able to see me or my set but that's okay because i've learned to go where people are consuming what it is you have to offer so i'm excited to be in the podcast realm but i still video so i can put it over in the youtube world as well so thank you i appreciate it I work hard on my backgrounds <laughs> yeah no make difference you know it's funny because i feel like the lines are, are being blurred between television and podcasts it's really just content like people are consuming everywhere now exactly exactly now bobby you um really impressed me on clubhouse and you know it's an audio app so we've been on these rooms and we just kiss kind of like we had to stop meeting like this but really not we want to keep meeting like this we're in similar rooms which showed we have similar interest and it was really really a, it's a great way to get to know people and when you started telling your story you really resonated with me and how so many people there were all real friends now, even though most of us have never met or even seen each other in person. We're just looking at little round pictures. But it's it's so amazing how our spirits can come through in audio. And I think that's what happens in podcasts too. You can really make an impact on podcasting and with the audio. So Bobby, I want them to get to know you a little bit. So tell them exactly who you are and what you do so they can know how amazing you are like I do. Sure, yeah. Okay, so I live in Toronto, Canada. And I've been, you know, an actor, uh, a writer, director for over 20 years, right? Like I've literally been paid to act since I was 16 years old, which was 27 years ago. Oh my gosh. Uh, I, yeah, like I, I have been doing this for a really long time. I've had a great career in Canada. Um, and then I joined Clubhouse and about a month into the app, I ended up getting an agent in Hollywood. And now I have so many projects being set up in Los Angeles. Um, uh, to be honest, like the the budgets being discussed right now, ne I I almost couldn't even imagine that I could be in the middle of all of these things, like feature films, television series, 
you know, I'm collaborating with some of the top producers in the world. Um, it's not even just limited to Hollywood. It's also internationally. It's all from Clubhouse. It's crazy. All right, Bobby, you're going to have to back up because people are like, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. First, you were a screenwriter, actor, and you're in Canada. Now you're on this thing called Clubhouse, which is still relatively new to a lot of people, especially people on Android who just got on. And now all of a sudden you're breaking into Hollywood. So we're going to back up because there's a lot that happened in between that that really helped you work the system right. And sometimes it is a little bit of luck to me, the right room at the right time. But you are a go-getter, Bobby, and you did some, some proactive things to make those connections happen. So first, tell the, the listeners and the viewers a little bit about how Clubhouse works and how how you first presented yourself on the app and what you did to move forward. Cause it has happened quite quickly for you. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so. Uh, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know clubhouse is a social media platform. Uh, I feel like I work for clubhouse. <laughs> <laughs> You're always promoting always, it. They need well, to give you a commission. I mean, I mean, look, I've benefited a great deal. It's so funny. It's just funny how often I talk about like literally I've done 30 interviews in the last two months. Oh my um, gosh. Talking about clubhouse. Um, but okay, so Clubhouse is basically like uh, like a Facebook if it was audio only. Um, it's a re it's really interesting, and I don't know if it sounds weird for anyone who hasn't tried it before, but it really kind of like amplifies the experience of social media because you're not just like typing; you're like talking to each yeah. other, right? You're like making. It's almost like being on the phone with like a hundred people. Um, like a conference call. Yeah, kinda, and. To be honest, like I, I have a girlfriend now that I've met on Clubhouse. No, how yeah, we, fun! And I, all my business relationships, like media relationships, like we met on Clubhouse. Mm -hmm, we did. Really, like it's, but it's like there's there's some there's a real intimacy in it, you know, when you get the voice involved, um, as opposed to just seeing people's photos or like mm -hmm. texting. Like you can still build rapport there, but it's different. It's different when you speak to them. And uh, I think that's why it's been so powerful. So I've built, you know, like, uh, I think one of the largest brands on, on the entire app, especially in the film space. Um, and I've just benefited personally and professionally, like so much because of it. It's pretty amazing. Well, you were saying that, you know, it's different than posting and posting on Instagram, posting it. We don't post, post, post. I think in social media, which is what I teach my clients, people don't want to see you just post. They want to experience you and they can experience you on Clubhouse, even though it's not video, which took me a minute to get used to. Wait a minute. We're just looking at each other's pictures. We really do experience each other because our voices come out and it is kind of like a matchmaking site for entrepreneurs and even for love matches because we go into rooms we already know we're we have similar interest in, whether it's a business room or a cooking room or a mental health room or physical or fitness, we're already in there because we have an interest in whatever the title is. So I think that's a great, you know, bringing communities together as well. Bobby, how many followers do you have right now? And how long actually have you been on the app? Um, okay, so I've been on the app since February 2nd. So that's, I guess, about five and a half months. So okay, this morning, this morning, I moved up to 17,600 followers. Oh, my gosh, Bobby. All right. So what do you attribute that to? Seven, over 17,000 followers. And the good thing in Clubhouse, I really talk about it. They're really good followers because they followed you because they heard what you had to say. It's not a lot of vanity followers, and you can't buy them right now, you know, like other apps you can. So there's 17,000 people that you've impacted. Tell us a little bit about your strategy, if you had one, or how that kind of happened. Did you, you Are you on it 24-7? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The plain answer is yes. <laughs> okay. So first I'll talk a little bit about um, 
Clubhouse as an aggregator first, and then I'll, I'll then I'll answer your question because I okay. think they're they're related, so people can really understand the experience, right? So, sure. um, my Instagram was at a whopping one thousand followers in five years, which is a really small number, right? Right. So that was at the beginning of Clubhouse at about a thousand Instagram followers. I'm gonna hit six thousand followers on Instagram this weekend. Okay, so that's six hundred percent growth over five months. And mm-hmm. I post, so now I literally just announced, my girlfriend and I, it's new, but we just announced it, like whatever, it's official. I just wrote in a relationship on Instagram. I have, I think, 315 likes on Instagram and 80 comments from oh, that. Really? That's from that, powerful, I, that's I, engagement. That's, it's like people are so interested and it's like the comments are amazing and some people are like famous and it like, it's like, this is all from Clubhouse, right? So what I did on Clubhouse is, first of all, I am on the app a lot, but I started with zero, like everybody else. You did? Mm-hmm. I just started asking questions, but I, I recognized very quickly that it is a positive experience to just be, they're called rooms, you know, you just go and you just listen. Um, you can get a lot of valuable information that way, but you're not in the game. There's a yeah. difference between being an observer and being a participant. Mm-hmm. So I recognized very early, okay, the way to make an impact on this app is to speak on the app. Yeah. So every room I went into, I would raise my hand and ask a question. And I targeted film rooms because I work in film. It's very logical. Um, and then I remember distinctly when everything changed because, you know, I'd ask questions in a few rooms and then one I, it was one room and it was very basic, like film chat. I asked a question and in the question, um, you know, I don't know if I was sort of promoting myself or it just came out. I don't really remember what happened, but I've been in the industry for so long right. and I've had a quick career. So I mentioned that I've been working for 20 years, over 20 years in Canada. And then all of a sudden I had a ding. I was like, what? And then I had become a moderator. So I went from asking a question to being on the panel. Mm-hmm. That's what and moderator that, means in Clubhouse. Now you're the 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 panel on the in the room, so that's great. Yeah. So I went from being from asking a question to answering questions. Exactly. And then and then what I realized is there's a whole network there. So once you're there, all of a sudden everyone else who's also a moderator, um, they treat you differently. You're kind of like one of the gang. Mm-hmm. And then so then after it ended, I was there for like two hours. It's like wow, that was great. Way better than just being in the audience it's like i'm the, i'm in the show now right, you, know? you are and you're on the stage when every actor wants too. <laughs> yeah and that helps too right so, and then so then the next day they said hey you're coming back tomorrow and i was like yeah i'm coming back tomorrow yeah, wait how did you do that how did they reach out to you because clubhouse does not have a messaging board so how did they say hey come back tomorrow i got a dm on instagram yep because those two are connected that's right you must um, have a lot of dms why my IG growth has skyrocketed because I actually, it's funny because there's some people saying that Clubhouse should add a DM feature. And I'm like, no, please don't because you've boosted my IG like, like so much. Yeah. And that lots of media opportunities for me from having an Instagram presence because also it's like people could see me. So it, there, there's an ecosystem. They're tied. It helps me. Also, I'm an actor. I'm, you know, I have professional headshots. Some people think I'm not bad looking. I, I'm indifferent to what, but some people do. So because of that, it, people listen to me audio only and they're like, I, I kind of like what this guy has to say. They go to my Instagram, they see what I look like. 
you know, from that, to be honest, there've been many like dating opportunities. There've been acting opportunities. Sure. There've been opportunities. There, like, I was like this sort of like bachelor for hire. Uh, multiple clubhouse rooms. Right. It really works great that way, too, because you're right, because they go to our Instagram, then they can see our reels or IGTV. Right. They can see us in action. But Clubhouse does have pictures and your picture is very cute. So and every time I got in there, you were always on the stage. So I do give you props for that because I came in in January and I started getting more active like February. And I just I just a bug on the wall for like the first couple of weeks to say, you know, what is this? And then every time I got into a room, it wasn't always just film rooms because I'd go in the TV film rooms, too. But I was in the business rooms and there you were on the stages. So you've always been on the stage since I've been there and we can see your headshot and you were always giving good value. And I was just really impressed with you. You always said cool things, really just really related to what you were saying. You always added value to the panels and you just worked it like all of us do. We get in there and we very quickly get up to those stages. That's why I tell my clients, raise your hand the minute you get in the room. You'll figure out what to say when you get up there. You either add a comment, add a tip, or you'll have a question by that time. Because sometimes you have to wait a while in the, you know, on the, the stage to get to your question. So Bobby, you're in there, you're on the stage. Now people are reaching out to you in DM. You're still new. You don't have, you know, 17,000 followers yet. So what um, do you do next? Did you reach out to a particular Hollywood agent that you knew of? Did you seek them out or did they literally find you as you were on these stages? Cause we really want a little bit more of the nut and bolt that when did that, that, Hey, I want that face happen. Sure. I'll tell you exactly what I did. Okay. So number one, um, I realized that being a moderator obviously had way more value than being in the audience mm-hmm. because my fault, I started getting all these followers, right? So every, so once I got, I became a moderator for the first time, all these people followed me. And then I was like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. So then the next day I went back and I got my followers. And then I was like, huh, maybe I should start my own room. Right. And because I'm, you know, I've been producing theater and film for over 20 years. I know there's a big difference between being cast in a production and being the producer. Oh, yeah. Because when I'm the producer, I can be the star if I choose to be. Whereas if I'm an actor, I mean, it's still an important part of the production. But, you know, it's really a small part of the entire uh, ecosystem. Right. Whereas being a producer, I I called the shots. Right. So I was like, well, I'm going to start my own room. And then the first film room that I created was called International Film Financing. And it was three of us. It was me. It was a new friend I met from Turkey and a new friend I'd met from France. And I'm from Canada. So we were like, International right from day one. I mean, where else would you meet these people? Love Nowhere. Nowhere. And so I I had this idea to do this thing called International Film Financing because I was like, well, I want to meet people in film and I don't work in Hollywood. So I didn't want to be like Hollywood tips. I don't know. I'd never, I wasn't in Hollywood. So I was like, okay, international film financing. There's three of us. I was like, if it gets to eight, we'll make a couple friends. It'll be worth trying. And then immediately six of the most established producers in Hollywood on the app jumped on the panel. Six of the most established producers in Europe jumped on the panel. Oh my God. I 100 people in 15 minutes. Seriously. Just from that. They didn't know who I was just because of the title. And then what happened is that because there were so many amazing people on the stage, all these other amazing people came and followed them. And I, and so I, it's funny because I've been continuing to do that room every week for five months. And I'm, I'm not an expert on international film financing, but I kind of am now because I have 
maybe the largest network built on the app for film financing because I've created this very, very popular room where the top people come to it every single week. Bobby, you said something so great. I want everybody to really get this, what you just said. When you designed your room, you didn't, you weren't the, the most experienced even in that, that industry, but you wanted to be that producer to bring those people together who were. So you took an idea of what you want, of people you wanted to make, meet, and you made a room with that. The title is everything, and, and yours was great. So, and then before you knew it, people that were in that space came to you. It's kind of like if you build it, they will come. What an example of that. And you weren't doing it because you knew you were the smartest person in the room, which is what we're always telling entrepreneurs. You don't want to be the smartest person in the room, but really you are in a sense, you were smart enough to start it, to do it, produce it, knowing that you would attract like-minded people that were, that resonated with international film financing. And it only took a split second for everybody to see that title and get into your room. And now look what's happened. So I encourage everybody that's listening or watching. That's what it takes. That is tip number one. Right there, tip number 12 you've already given us, but a really important tip, do it, get out there, get that title, and don't worry about sometimes who's going to be in that room if you don't have a whole list of people. It might just be you and a friend, or it might just be you, and people will come if you make that title intriguing enough and exactly what you want to work in. So I think that's excellent. Oh, yeah. Nobody knew who the hell I was. I probably yeah, now they do. at the time. Like, really, like, I, even though I've, you know, I've done a lot in my, in my country, that's not why they came. They weren't like, oh, Canadian Bobby Del Rio's here. Right. They came for the title. They came for the title. So what other rooms do you have? Any, any other success now, rooms? Now I do five a week, right? Five and rooms a week. Do you have like a schedule? Because I know it's hard to find yeah. people sometimes. You've got to, you know, we can't do the reminder, but then there, there gets to be a lot of reminders. So tell us when your rooms are and what the titles are, because it'll give some people ideas as well. Yeah. So I like I literally have a, a document I post on my Instagram. I, I do the same rooms at the same time every week. And I've been doing four of them for four or five months. So people always know. So so I do a room tonight uh, at 5 p.m. Eastern uh, called Italians in Hollywood. It's a small room. It's really a room, but uh, I'm half Chinese, half Italian. So it was just a way to connect to the Italian community. So you can bring Although, all sorts of communities together. So I like that. I want people to know that it doesn't have to be just business or whatever. It can be social and things you have in common. So you're saying tonight, so we're filming this on a Tuesday. So Tuesday night, what time Eastern? 5 p.m. 5 p.m. Eastern. And I love that you just said you put your document on Instagram. I'm going to go look for that because if you have like your TV guide on Instagram, we can go yeah. look at that. Smart. Yeah. Smart. Right. Um, and it's funny because that room is, you know, small, but you'd be surprised who has Italian lineage. So. Uh, Scott Ross, who uh, used to run Lucasfilm, was partners with James Cameron. He's got nine Oscars. I didn't really know him, and I'm getting to know him. He just came into my room, um, and he's like, did you know my wife is Italian? I was like, what? Huh? Right? And then he stayed in the room for 20 minutes and, and was telling James Cameron stories. And, you know, like, where do you get access to this caliber of people? But it's also like I'm doing these rooms at the same time every week for months. Mm-hmm. And, so, and, and it's all under my club, which is my name. Right. Bobby um, Del Rio is your club name. And what that does is it amplifies my personal brand. It really well. does. It does. And just for the record, I'm I'm adopted Italian. My stepfather is all Italian. So I've always adopted right. the Italian heritage. I'm Greek, Irish, and adopted Italian by choice. <laughs> right. Yes. But and it, and that's the thing. It's like it's it's just a way to get to know people. Yes. Uh, 
So, okay, so speaking of getting to know people, so then the second room that I run, it's a new room that I run with my friend Shona Charlton. She hosts it. I kind of built it, um, and then we do it together. It's called Bollywood Meets Hollywood. So we we do it Thursdays at 12 p.m. Eastern. Um, We've done it twice. The first time, the room was about 50 people. Um, The second time, last week we did it, it got up to 150 people. Bollywood Meets Hollywood. Another great idea. Just bringing people together. That's right. And the reason I'll tell you, because it was my idea, right? The reason it's done is because of the Android release um, in India. There was a there was an influx of people from India who would come to all the film rooms and ask questions about how to break into Hollywood all the time. All Because I get modded 100 times a week now. OK, so I'm on all the big film rooms and I see them all the time. I see the trends. And I was like, there's a disproportionate number of people from the Indian film community who are looking for a, a place to make friends. Yeah. So I w- I'm going to build that room. And it's an incredibly popular room already. So now it's a weekly room. We're going to do it every week, right? Um, the third room I, we, I run is called uh, Film TV, People Who Get Shit Done. I the like first- that one. I've been in that one. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's, title it's- alone attracted me. And then there you were. I love it. Yeah, so I really think about the titles. You know, the first time I ran that room, was, it was a pop-up, which just meant I was like, I'm just going to try something. Um, it ended up running for 10 and a half hours. Oh in that one room, in one day, I got an extra 900 followers. In one, one room, one day. Right? Um, and then I, I, I sort of like pivoted, uh, and I've, I've sort of experimented with the formula, but but basically it's a room of offers where... I, what I my tagline is we are not an industry we are a community so it's about teaching people to do business by giving yeah that is what clubhouse is about too there's not a lot of pitching and salesing on it unless you're in a pitch room specifically that I just love that people are just giving and flowing their insights and their community and flowing their expertise but we're not up there selling 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 I think that's so refreshing because if then if we want to buy from you or find out what, more about what you have to offer we go to your DM or you could go to your profile in clubhouse and we can see I think that's very refreshing as well yeah look there are a lot of rooms pitching and selling um, but for me I just think you lose their true power of clubhouse, which is community and collaboration. Mm-hmm. So everything I'm doing, that's what, that's what it's about. Right. Um, and then on Saturdays at 7 PM Eastern, I do a room called um, men supporting women in film and television. Um, and it, it's really just a place for, um, for men to be allies to women. Um, and to be honest, I didn't really know what I, I wanted to, because I've been, I consider myself a militant feminist. What is um, that? militant feminist like i believe that patriarchy exists and it needs to be destroyed and we need to have more women in positions of power i know i like you leaders yeah like this is this is just who i am right um so it's so i created this room but that room so my friend megan larson uh, who's like my surrogate daughter she's 23 years old she's absolutely brilliant Um, she runs the room she's 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 quite the intellect um and I, you know, I kind of build the room behind the scenes. We work together. We're doing it for months, right? Okay. That room is so interesting because I purposely curate an intersectional panel. So that's people from, that's different genders, ages, sizes, races, sexualities. Mm-hmm. And that, the conversations in that room are so interesting. They're always to support women, but, you know, there's a complex tapestry of demographics in the, in the film industry. 
right? And so you'll have like somebody from the trans community will give their perspective and somebody from the black community will give their perspective and a straight white male will give their perspective, but we're all there in conversation with one another to support one another. And even though the, it can definitely get heated, in the end, we always come together and we really start to analyze how can we create more opportunities for women? Um, so that's definitely a, a room that really warms my heart. And Megan does a great job running that every single week. So that's Saturdays at 7 Eastern. I'm definitely going to write that down in my calendar because it sounds like a wonderful room. And this is, I know this clubhouse came out of the pandemic and people being in solitude, but I think it's going to just explode because it's really bringing the world together, which even yeah. now that we're coming out of quarantine, people start to travel again. I mean, where would we have, you know, when's the next time I'm going to go to India or the UK or the far off areas in Japan and Tokyo or wherever. And all these people can be in a room at any given moment, two o'clock in the morning, you can't sleep. You can get into a room with international financers or international people just wanting to meet. There's cocktail clubs, there's dating clubs, there's meditation clubs. There's even clubs in there that just say, you know, be silent and listen to the ocean, you know, and just look at people's yeah. profiles. There is rooms in there for everyone. And you really, Bobby, you are such an example. And I have to tell, tell my listeners and viewers that you took, this is what, I teach people how to get celebritized, how to celebritize their brand. You are just doing that on steroids because you took your area of expertise, which is film, movies, TV, what you love, and you just expanded it a million fold. You started rooms with all different types of, of ideas and titles. You just didn't do rooms for actors, rooms for auditions. You went deeper and you really cultivated some great ideas and great conversations with the only thing in mind of having great community conversations, not come hire Bobby. It was really about, well, let's talk. Let's see if we can help each other and look what's happened. You're an amazing example of that. So tell everybody how they can find you on Clubhouse and anywhere in social media, because they're going to fall in love with you after hearing this and seeing you on this podcast for sure. Oh, well, that's, that's very kind of you to say. Uh, look, I mean, the simple answer is um, just go to Clubhouse. It's Bobby Del Rio. It's just my name. You can follow me. Um, and then on Instagram, it's at Bobby Del Rio. Uh, those are probably the two, I don't know, easiest ways to follow me. That's where you're living now, Clubhouse and Instagram for sure. So uh, tell us uh, oh, just for a moment about your big break, because I know you were in the news in Canada. You've become quite the celebrity in Canada for breaking into Hollywood from Clubhouse. So Clubhouse is your means, but you're very, very talented and you can break through as many doors as you want. But the talent isn't there. Then things could just fall fall out from under people. So I always tell people be in the right place at the right time with the right preparation. And you have all of that. You're a trifecta. So who did you ultimately get a hold of or called you to now that you're having these conversations with Hollywood and what's coming next? Sure. Okay. So, um, and I can go through the steps because I know that um, you had mentioned that before, like how I got an agent in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. And I also I have two managers who want to work with me too. And I haven't decided yet. Um, but in terms of my age, right. So once I built this, this sort of reputation on the app, because I do all these rooms, people start to get to know me. Um, now people are interested in finding out who I am. So I remember how I got my agent because I had gone into, don't remember what room it was. I feel like it might've been plot points, but it might've been like more general. It said like meet literary managers and producers. And so I've been, you know, one of the most established playwrights in Canada for 20 years. And I've started to write screenplays and I, I have a feature film uh, called The Market. It's like a gangster movie at Wall Street. I wrote and directed it. It's on Amazon Prime in the US and the UK. I got a distribution deal for that movie at the beginning of the pandemic. So I knew that I 
I had the material. Okay. And I, okay, so my best chance to work in Hollywood from Canada is the writing because I can still, I can write from Canada. Um, and so I would target uh, literary rooms specifically. And um, I asked, uh, I literally asked the question about how to get an agent or a manager, which a lot of people do. And there was a couple of people who were interested because I, you know, I, I talked a little bit about what my experience was. Um, and a bunch of people were not interested, but a couple of people were, and they messaged me. Mm, it. But it's not like now we're working together. It's like now I'm on the radar. That's yeah. all that is. So I remember after that, um, it was like, I think it was the next day I ran a comedy room. It was my friend's idea. And then she was too shy. So I ended up running it. Mm -hmm. And like, literally, it was just tell crazy stories. And and I like I have a whole story with a prosthetic penis and where I tell it all the time. And it's, pre it's pretty funny. A lot of people laugh. So I told the story. And then um, and then the guy who became my agent told a story and he told this hilarious story involving camping and bugs and I'll just, whatever. It was just it was just but he got to know me in the prosthetic penis way. I got to know him in this sort of bug camping way. And we just kind of became friends, to be honest. Right. And this was this was the guy who had contacted me before that he was uh, an agent. Actually, he reps actors and writers. Um, and then after that room, we got along so well, um, it was like we were working together from that point forward. So it really so, is organic. I mean, you guys are in a comedy room and you just click. And I've experienced that myself in other rooms and didn't expect the conversation to go down that road. But I loved it because it's great because it's so unique. And you just can't plan those things. You just can't make those things up. It really is like you and I clicked. We didn't even know each other. I was listening to you. resonated to me. You had good days and bad days on the app. We had days when I was really, you'd have, you'd give such great insight. I'm like, well, I really like this guy. So you were all on my radar. And then one day you had a not so good day and we're all going rallying around you and I saw look at the friendship in this we're really all friends and that's why I reach out to you I wanted to get to know you more just because of I'm able to experience you and other people in this very very special social media app that I am loving because I believe when you can talk to people and share stories and share comedy share comedy and tragedy is what we're all sharing on there oh. good days and bad days and it really brings you together so much more than if you had just posted your one sheet or your media kit or something somewhere for you would never have seen it so you're such a great example of this and i hope everybody will tap into clubhouse and start building relationships like this so the formula is it's not really a formula it's be you be real get in the game get on the stages create your own rooms don't be shy collaborate i know clubhouse is big on collaborate with other people so get in those dms say hey want to do a room together want to start a club together and you i believe you can't be successful in clubhouse alone you just can't get up on a stage all by yourself oh, all the time i mean you need people no no, no. and and look i think you, you touched on something really important too you have to be yourself right is that you know like i think you were there i had like an emotional breakdown in molly dare's room yeah right i was like quitting clubhouse and quitting the <laughs> you were I was just, like, I just had so many bad experiences just in a short amount of time. I mean, we all have bad days, right? Yeah. And I like burst into tears in this thing. But it's also like, I have a willingness to be honest about where I'm at in my life all the time, right? I'm not, I'm actually not there to sell anything. I mean, obviously, like I am in the film industry, so I, I'm so I get jobs, but that's not really why I'm there. Like, like it is, I am building a brand, but at the same time, I'm there to to build community it's different i'm there to like be honest about this is who i am this is what i'm doing this is my mission who wants to be my friend 
if you don't want to be my friend, that's cool. Um, I, I don't, and there's some people who are, you know, you know, some malevolent personalities on the app, but I don't attack them publicly. I just distance myself, do your thing, best of luck, right. but I'm there to make friends. I'm there to make real relationships with people that I can work with and be friends with. And I guess apparently date. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Now it's in your dating. I, I, I believe that's a new thing. Right. I know there's Friday night cocktail nights and, and there's all these cool people that do all sorts of different, you know, dating sites for all different, you know, genres and all different people with interests of different interests. And there's, there's even the bartending room. Gosh, what's her name? What does the bartending? Oh, she's amazing. And, I don't know. Oh, God, now I have to find her name. I'll, I'll put it in the comments or somewhere because sure. she's, what we do during that time is you take a picture of your bar, like all the ingredients, and you post it as your profile picture. And during the room, she'll look at everything that you have in your bar and she'll make you an amazing drink recipe that you can make with what you have in your on your bar. And amazing. Really, really cool. So yeah, it's just that whatever your expertise is, there's dog grooming ones, there's dog training rooms. There is a room for everyone. So Bobby, oh, yeah. you're such a great success story and you have such a great future ahead of you. You're such a really nice person and that's what makes it so much more special just making new friends. I got a friend in Canada now. Yay. Do, although I moved to Los Angeles. So you're moving to Los Angeles. That's the plan. Yeah. I mean, my projects are being set up in LA right now. So I'm yeah, working with America. Yeah. Oh well, my. So, well, I mean, we'll see. Right. Um, but that's the plan right now. Yeah. Well, I, I wish you the best of luck and I'm here for you to support you. And I hope maybe we can do some rooms together because I'm all about the film TV industry all come together. I am your biggest fan now and, and your friend. And I'm just so excited about everything and everyone that Clubhouse has brought us together with. So let's ask you this before I get to a couple of rapid fire questions to end sure. off this wonderful, wonderful discussion. Also, I wanted to say thank you. Like, yeah. it's, you know, you're, you're a really wonderful interviewer and, uh, you know, you can see how kind you are. It matters. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Bobby. Well, then I just, I love people and, and I can hear your heart. So I was like, I want you on because that's what my, my listeners are all about. They really just want genuine people. And you are such a great testimonial to just do it. You know, go let your heart flow you to where you're going to go, go make things happen and the rest will come. And so let, let me ask you this. What's the big dream? You're going to come to America because I know you are. You're going to come to Hollywood and you're going to come see me in Atlanta. I know you are. Atlanta is a big hug for TV. So you're not going to even be able to be in the industry without doing something in Atlanta. It's just the way it is. So what's the big dream? If you could have anything happen to you, let's say in the next 12 months, what would that be? I mean, look, I'm having meetings, you know, I'm ha for like having television series built around me oh. because of house. Um, I'm having meetings with some of the top producers in the world. I actually have two producers who want to um, produce my best feature screenplay. Um, so I don't know. I, I actually got asked to be a presenter at a, an awards show in Los Angeles in the fall. So there's so many things. To be honest, everything's already happening. Um, I guess for me, the vision of my future would be, I don't know, sort of like a Chinese-Italian Ben Stiller. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Where sometimes I'm, you know, on camera, sometimes I'm behind the camera, sometimes I'm, that's, that's kind of what I've been doing in Canada for over 20 years. So just like to do that um, internationally. Uh, and I just hope you're happy, 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 because you spread joy and you make other people happy. So I know it's all going to happen for you because you're not a quitter either. You'll have good days and bad days and good things and bad things. And you've got a really good 
a reality on that because you've been in the industry so long and you don't make it in this industry with rose colored glasses. You cannot quit easy. You cannot have thin skin and you've already had a lot of the bumps and bruises and you're still here. So that says a lot for who you are. And I just encourage anybody that's thinking about being in this industry to connect with you because you'd be a great mentor for, you know, even the next up and coming generation that want to make it long-term longevity. Cause there's more than just, you know, Oh, I me when I was a little kid, I always want to be a rich and famous actress and be able to say, I like to thank the Academy. And that didn't happen until I was 48 years old. And, you know, for being on my, my creating my own TV show, but it's not about the end result. It's the journey being in it. Like you're saying, producing, writing, being part of the team, being part of the crew, experience this as a long-term career path. And it's not all about red carpets and all about winning or even getting any recognition. But if you enjoyed the work, then you'll never work another day in your life. It's just, I know in this industry, it's hard to get the work. So I really big promoter what you're doing, Bobby, which is what I do. We create our own work, write our own stories, create our own, you know, shows. And I really want people in this day and age to do more of that, create, make your own things happen. And then get in Bobby's rooms because he's got lots of financiers and a lot of important people in the Bobby Del Rio rooms on Clubhouse. Get in there, join the conversation. And we expect you to raise your hands and get on his stages, get on my stages, Ray McGarry, you usually see us a lot in the same stages. So that's a good thing. So last questions. What is your favorite TV or movie that impacted your life or your career the most and why? Uh, okay, Goodwill Hunting. Ooh. Because um, I was also like a math prodigy, like in school, like I was like 98% in grade 12 math guy. Oh, hmm. right. That was back I moved into film which is you know very different but although my business background my my aptitude for um numbers uh has probably helped me have the longevity of my career more than any other skill um because because you really need to understand resources and and sort of how to allocate um you know in some cases small amounts of money to solve problems so it's really Mm -hmm. helped um but also that movie beyond the content which i love it's one of my favorite movies and robin williams my favorite actor Oh, love him. Loved him. Um, but the story, too, of like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I mean, Ben Affleck had done a little bit as an actor. Matt Damon was unknown. They wrote this thing. They created this star vehicle for themselves and became movie stars in Hollywood. I just thought that whole experience that they went through, it was very powerful. Bobby, I couldn't agree with you more. It's, again, paving your own way. I mean, look, get a friend, they're best friends, and they paved the way. And look, they broke into Hollywood that way, too. So, Bobby, I see you doing the same thing. You've got such great goodness in you, writing skills, producing. Now these math skills we didn't even know you had. So <laughs> you definitely the whole package here. I love it. And like right. I said, in case you're listening to some podcasts, he's cute, too. So <laughs> you've got the whole thing going on for Hollywood. Taking that. Well, you're taking now. Yes, absolutely. We can't wait to meet her as well. Bring her to Clubhouse. Can't wait to meet her. Is she already on Clubhouse? She is, yeah. Oh, good, good. Well, when you can announce it, I can't wait to meet her. All yeah, right. We're being, a, we're being a little like Just subtle. Funny. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. We'll be here when you're ready to announce it. Can't wait. Get that cute little Clubhouse picture together. We're going to be yeah. watching. <laughs> I know. I said in the beginning, I used to be a matchmaker, so I love love. All right. I've been married uh, to my second husband now 25 years and I escaped domestic violence the first time. Oh. So there, there's also, real true love out there. Fired by you and 
thank you, thank you. Marry your best friend is what my mother always told me. And I didn't listen to her the first time, but I definitely listened to her the second time. Marry someone you really enjoy being with. You have things in common and even your differences though, the different paths you may want to take or careers you want to take, you're very supportive of each other's. And there is no dumb idea that either one of you could ever have. And you enjoy some of the same things at least. You're both either, you know, outdoors people or extroverts you enjoy other people because it's really hard when you get together with an extreme extrovert and extreme introvert and you hope that's going to last a whole long time i know it does but the more you have those kind of fun things in common the more you can either be introverted together and enjoy life or be extroverted outside hiking the mountains together you know not having to leave the other one behind because they don't want to do that so i learned a lot in my matchmaking days for sure oh cool yeah okay so you're in the industry dinner with which celebrity would be your dream or something really that would get you excited. And what would you ask them first? Barack Obama. Okay. I'll tell you why. Um, because the, the number of fires that he had to put out while he was president of the United States, obviously I'm not, I'm Canadian, so I'm just, <laughs> you know, right. That's okay. watching the country from afar, you know, but he always conducted himself with like a diplomacy and a grace in a class that as I age, I'm 43 now. I'm half Chinese, so I look 14, but I'm 43. You do look 14, Bobby. Oh my gosh, you are not aging. Oh my gosh. I'm 43. Uh, but I will say mm, treating people with dignity and respect has become very important to me in the way it wasn't in my 20s, um, especially as I step into position of leadership um, because I don't have to agree even with people who conspire against me, but I do think there's power in the high road. There's power in, in just grace, class, and dignity. And I feel like uh, Barack Obama just exemplified those characteristics in a way that very few people have. So I, just, I would love to just know like how he manages that. So what would your exact question be to him? Like, how do you deal with assholes in a classy way? <laughs> I love it. Great question. Uh, and I know you've had to deal with some of those recently. Great yeah. question, really. Because there is a, a method to the madness of taking the high road. And yeah. nobody knows more than presidents on how to deal with, you know, haters because they all get it. And so yeah, that's I, really cool. I'd be prompt that question, but uh, certainly Obama, uh, you know, I think they had pretty different uh, approaches to dealing, you know. Oh, definitely. definitely. Um, but yeah, like there's, I just think that there's a way, there's a, there's like a professionalism um, to dealing with people that I'm, I'm really starting to step into. And I want to understand that more deeply. Well, that would be a very interesting dinner. And he always said, he's, he, people always say he's the type of guy you want to have a beer with, you know, so that would be yeah. interesting and ask him that question. All right. Well, I hope you get that answer someday. Let us know. Come back on. Yeah, maybe. Oh, I mean, that'd be great. Yeah. Hey, you never know who you're going to meet. Never know who's going to show up on Clubhouse, too. That's for sure. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Bobby, I have two more questions. And one sure. of them is very, these last two are very important to me in my my community because we're very big on legacy. I have a Live Your Legacy Summit series. It's been very popular because I believe especially women need to live their legacies on purpose. And you're such a supporter of women as well. And you're still young and you've got your whole life ahead of you. But I want, especially the, the young people like yourself, <laughs> my age is showing, but to really live your legacy on purpose. So your tombstone says what, Bobby? What is your legacy? What do people remember Bobby for? Um, I always treated everyone 
um, with equal value. Mm. Really? Yeah. Important. I think that's fundamental to my ethos. Um, yeah. And maybe it's just being or at least feeling like an underdog my whole life. Um, I, I get it. You know what I mean? I don't know what it's like to be a woman, but I understand what it's like to not feel entitled to equal opportunities. Oh, thank uh, you know, it's the same with um, people from the LGBTQ world. Absolutely. Right. The trans community right now is really fighting um, for that, um, which I totally understand and I empathize yeah. with. And it's just everyone. Right. I that's it's really important to me that um, I treat everybody the same way and that everyone treats everybody the same way, because that's how, like I say, we are not an industry. We are a community. Well, I hope everybody listens to you, Bobby, because that's so important now more than ever that everybody deserves respect and kindness. And I hope this, this, I don't say, I hope it's not a trend, this be kind trend. I hope it explodes, becomes humanity to be kind to everyone because we're all different. You know, I don't think there should be like minority because we're all different. We're all in a minority in some way. We're all, you know, it's who wants to be just part of a huge crowd, but even in huge crowds, there's minorities in there, people with different color hair, people with different color backgrounds, people with all yeah. sorts of different, you know, just heritage. And so we need to be kind to everyone because we're all, you know, I'm a big dog lover. So we're all mutts, you know, and whatever our beliefs are, whatever our heritage is, whatever. We just need to all care about each other. What a great tombstone that'll be. And I know that it's a done deal because you're definitely going to be someone that everybody says, Bobby was our friend. Bobby cared about us without hesitation and without any prejudice. So that's, that's one thing that attracted me to call you just by your voice. I can hear that. And lastly, when they took out my vocal cord and told me I'd never speak again above a faint whisper. At that moment, I promised God that I'd be the voice for nonprofits, even though I didn't know if I'd ever have a voice again. I knew somehow I'd be able to be the voice for good news and good people that are making this world a better place. So I wanna give this spotlight an opportunity on every show for everybody that comes on to say what their favorite charity is or their cause so they can get even more spotlight on it because whatever it is, it's going to be great because charities and nonprofits are always doing something good in whatever it is their passion is. So Bobby, what is your favorite charity or cause right now? So I'm going to shout out my friend, Emily Lyons, um, who is a major voice on Clubhouse. Yes, um, she is. Sweet question makes me very emotional, you know. I'm glad. She is, she's become a dear friend. Um, and she does all this work for cystic fibrosis. That's right. I have met so many people from that community. Um, it's like, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. Um, and she has lost uh, like family members and her brother has it and uh, all the people I've met through her. And it's, and I remember thinking like, what is she doing? Like she, she, and she had raised like all this money on, on clubhouse for cystic fibrosis. That's what, cause there's a lot of people, they have a lot of followers or something. I'm like, right. Oh, but it was that where she was doing, she kept talking about this fundraiser she was doing. And she was active in like getting like there's a certain drug. I'm not sure what the drug is, but getting it approved in Canada. She's such an advocate. Uh, and it's it's really inspiring, you know. And so I from that moment on, I was like, I want to be her friend. man. she's like awesome. And now like we talk every two hours and I call her the Reese Witherspoon of Canada, although now yes. she's calling Bieber. So it's like she's calling you what you blanked down. She's, call, she's calling me Justin Bieber. <laughs> oh, it's the hair probably. Um, and then we're, and then our friend Carmelia, we're on this chat thread. I'm calling her the Asian Beyonce now. And 
so we have this weird <laughs> like parallel <laughs> happening um but she's, i just want to shout out her because she's she's really kind and genuine um and she does things for the right reasons and she's doing a lot to support the cystic fibrosis community so that's, do you know that's, the name of her is there a non-profit particular i we can shout I, out i don't i do not know but i, I know that go to her instagram um emily lyons emily lyons um l-y-o-n-s yeah i think her instagram is actually emily lioness Okay, we can look real quick. That's really important. I'm so glad you said that. And I will put it in, in the description and I will, yeah. whatever. if you could call her and let her know, let me have the link because look what's just happened. You just told me your favorite cause and I'm a huge fundraiser because I'm a, I'm actually a nonprofit charity auctioneer and I've raised $22,000 in 15 minutes on stages, just raising money with, you know, the auctions and I'll only do it for nonprofits. And now I know Emily and I forgot, I remember here maybe once she talked about a stage we're on and now you have just brought it home to me that, oh, she is doing this. So guess what? You've just connected me even more fully to her. I want to reach out to her make sure she reaches out to me. I want to support her and what she's doing. And now you just made a whole nother connection connection that is going to be so impactful because my whole community is philanthropic as including you know myself as the leader of that community right. so i want to help her be a part of this and get on that bandwagon so you just did an amazing thing by just telling us what your cause is so emily lyons i'm looking up right now on instagram so i can just do a quick shout out for the exactly what yeah. her her is this okay too right because it's yep. like I get emily lioness so emily yeah. l-y-n L-Y-O-N-E-S-S. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. 141,000 followers on Instagram. Well-deserved, kind person. So again, kind people attract other kind people. Well, Bobby, I could talk to you all day long. I hope you'll come back to the show because we want a follow-up podcast in one year from today or one year this month, next July. I want to see where you are, what you've done. And I'm so excited to be in rooms and doing more stuff with you on Clubhouse. If you guys are listening, join us on Clubhouse. The gutter. I'll be like, <laughs> you what will. was it? No one's having no. <laughs> You'll only be in the gutter if you're part in a movie. I know it. <laughs> so you're a go-getter. Best of luck, too, with romance on Clubhouse. Clubhouse oh. isn't just for careers anymore. It's for right. romance, friendship, nonprofits, charity, fundraising, anything. Really, really can experience people and make new friends all across the globe. Bobby, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. And thank you so much for being a new friend. And I'm here to support you every step of the way. I'll be watching, applauding, and supporting you and helping you in any way I can. You know, we're, we're here in the Southeast and the Emmy Awards, and I'm on the Board of Governors. Anything we can do for you to help you come to America and be a part of this, you, you've got my number now. So we're friends for well, life. Yeah. Thank you so much. And just your spirit, you know, like, uh, I don't know, I'm... I'm impressed by you and I respect you and, and, and thank you. All right. Back at you, Bobby. Thank you so much. And this is the end of another episode of Get Celebritized. Follow us and please look up these wonderful people that I'm interviewing because they could be your next best friend or your next best mentor or, or customer. Who knows what will happen? Make new friends. And don't forget my motto is to earn more so you can live more so you can give back more. This is Ray McGarry and Bobby Del Rio signing out. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagarry.com, and make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram. 
and join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.